love just talking over you, so. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say that when we lived together, you hadn't fully embraced the lactose intolerance, and instead you were just like, I'm going to have pizza tonight, so I got to take these pills so I don't poop. And you just had, like, dairy pills, and it was like, yeah. we're going to go get ice cream and, and, and be damned. I just would eat it very close to my bedtime so I wouldn't feel the effects. Uh, but now it's developed into a rash. And this is what everybody is here to hear about is our allergies. <laughs> Welcome, I'm going to open the show with this. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to The Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show hosted by me, Billy, and... Oh, her headphones disconnected. Dagny. So she's actually... Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. She's part of the it's show. all good. I just had a spam call from Denton, Texas, aka our hometown. As we, how rude for them to call me right now. Let me like turn a my, fake nine four zero. I mean, uh, yeah. I love okay. I love the spam numbers. I love oh. the spam numbers that try to be close to a number you recognize. Mm-hmm. It's so cruel because yeah. because so um, Dagny and I, like, I actually have my family because it's it's so close. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. it's extra evil because because we have. Uh, the same phone numbers that we have had since I was 14 and you were 12 when the parents were finally yeah. like, okay, they're staying after school to do theater. We should get them cell phones, which is what happened. And so <laughs> all of our phone numbers are the same until the last digit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so me, Dagny, the, my mom, my and my dad. So yeah, so we'll get spam calls where it's like almost one of those numbers. And it's like, who are you secret fifth family member? Where did you come from? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's who just called and then messed up the intro. So I'm Dagny. That's Billy. This is the Poptimist. Yeah, we're we're two sisters who host a show together. Um, If one of us was a gay man. Um, Yeah, I think I did. I did. Um, um, The Poptimist is a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. My sister and I really like things. We always have. There's things we see growing up and it was like other people are like, it was fine. I was like, it exists. So it's great. And that's, I mean, so basically that's the gimmick. I don't. Yeah, yeah. This intro is a little bit off the rails. I think we'll get it back. I think we'll find. I think it we'll was. find our footing if I drink more, more than anything. I feel like every time we record an episode in the evening, it's a little bit more chaotic. But I'm down. Um, you told got... me you took a nap for this. It is I did. six p.m. I did. I did. It is literally yeah, it's six p.m. So and I. Late. <laughs> I said, oh, "Yeah, we're gonna have man. high energy today, right?" And you said, "Yeah, I took a nap mm-hmm. for a six thirty p.m. podcast recording." Yeah, I did. I did. I It feels like <laughs> I just, okay. Well, this is riveting content for everybody. Uh, Billy, I'll let you tell your thing of what you've been consuming. The ooh. ooh, that felt weird to say. What have you been consuming this week that you want to tell me about? I had some mac and cheese. Oh my God. I had like some, uh, like a pulled pork sandwich. Do you want me to uh, But in the land of pop culture. Oh. No, no, I just got weird ones. So here, I'll give you the, it's going to be uh, weird. And I like it. Okay. I have gotten into Twitch streaming, but only watching one guy. I it was a while back, but I talked about Dead by Daylight on mm-hmm. on the pod, which is a, a a horror survivor survival video game. And I play it. The boyfriend plays it. We got into it to the lockdown. I probably play it too much. Honestly, I need a job. If anyone out there is hiring, stop me from playing Dead by Daylight for four <laughs> hours a day minimum. Um, but there is a streamer, his name is Otsdarva, O-T-Z-D-A-R-V-A, Otsdarva. He is in Spain. Love it. Um, and he streams five days a week. And on LA time, it's like 10 in the morning till 4 p.m. And so we wake up, we make coffee, and wow. we go, what's Otsdarva doing today? And we just, it helps, though, that he's maybe like 
top 10 people <laughs> in the world at this game. So it's like, but the other thing is it's, it's so compelling to watch because he's so charming and so laid back. And so what we end up doing yeah. is, is we end up like muting the TV and then the boyfriend will work because he works here in the apartment. And in between, he'll like turn up the volume. We'll be like, oh, what's he doing? And then we'll go back. It's become a real obsession. And I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever be the kind of person who not only like had a Twitch account, but also had like the Twitch app on the TV in the living room. So I could turn it on and be like, what's going on oh, this morning, Starva? But he is so soothing and so calming. Even when he's playing as this, like, as he's playing as Michael Myers, murdering teenagers on camera, I'm just like, the, his tone of voice is so chill. And also, and this is just like a, a shout out to him. He'll never hear this. I'll starve you for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, two days ago, someone in his chat was like, hey, Otstarva, I'm transgender and I, I need to find a way to tell my dad and I'm so worried what should I do? And this straight man on the other side of the ocean gave such like a calm, nuanced, poignant response to this fan of his. I was Aww. like, good for you. You could have been a piece of shit because you play horror games on the internet and uh, you're very straight. But it was very lovely. But that has led to <laughs> now I get like Twitch recommendations and sometimes yeah. I just click on them. The other thing you I like to do is- 100 baby challenge, Billy. I love the 100 baby challenge. I think it's hilarious. Well, the other thing is, is Twitch streamers put their Twitch handle yeah. as their screen name on dead by daylight. So every once in a while I'll be playing mm. and I'll be playing as the killer. So basically you're just trying to, to kill four other people on the other team and I'll I get like this Twitch streamer right now. I've got, it's actually pyramid heads, giant knife that he drags. Cause pyramid head from uh, okay. silent hill is also <laughs> in this game. Um, and so then the boyfriend, I'll just start hearing coming out of the boyfriend's phone. It's fucking bullshit. I don't even know how he got me. And he has pulled up the Twitch streamer that I am playing against just to hear him complain about me as the killer. And that's a lot of fun. <laughs> that's honestly pretty and great. By, that's so Well, fun. by doing this, we I've, I've got a couple other streams that I follow just to be like, uh, sorry, I killed you, but you're funny. So I'll follow you. And one of those was a drag queen I found. I just pulled up the account and hmm. it was full drag playing Dead by Daylight. Um, uh, the, the Twitch name was Ice Water with an A-H at the end. Um, and the last thing I want to mention <laughs> is that because of this, I just got a recommendation for a guy that just sits in front of his computer and plays GeoGuessr. And GeoGuessr is where it just pulls up a random location on Google Maps and using your knowledge of the world... You just like click where you think it is on the world and he'll get within like a kilometer. He'll find the exact street in like Jakarta. And you're like, how did That's you impressive. know? The other, yeah, the other day, oh God, what country with it was it? He like clocked Ethiopia based on a blurred license plate. He was like, That's an Ethiopian license plate. I was like, You play this too much. Um, <laughs> but I watched probably a good hour of him doing this. Lockdown has made me weirder. That's genuinely impressive. <laughs> already was. Uh, but I'll send you some after this. Where we watch other people play video games, do it. Amazing. Yeah, just uh, it's such a weird culture that I'm part of. That where you watch other people play video games, which yeah. kind of I watched you play video games play growing up because I didn't always get a True. turn. Um, <laughs> this podcast so is actually a launching point for my zone. Twitch channel. <laughs> I was about to say, Billy, you could. You're doing this. You could twitch stream i feel like you're funny people would watch it uh this is me genuinely know, as your sister suggesting like that you setup. do it 
you're already it'd be dead by daylight and final (laughs) fantasy we'd swap between i've already thought about it it'd be dead by daylight and then the next day it'd be like hey guys let's play final fantasy 8 and talk about squall and renoa and how their love is so pure well everyone just like as billy's sister i'm promoting i assume (laughs) it'll be magic misto will be his handle of some sort it's gonna happen because i have a twitch account Oh uh, a Twitch account <laughs> that the boyfriend's job pays for for some reason. Then why it was like, are hey, you, you just streaming? Get a Twitch <laughs> You're so right. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to like put no, no, in the no. effort. <laughs> I don't want these I'd excuses. Have to, I would have to pay for a setup while I am unemployed. And it's like, hey, what'd you use your tax refund for? You know what though? The state of California has has paid for the short film I made. It's paid for these writing classes <laughs> I'm taking. I just want to thank the unemployment department for helping me get on the job training oh, while I'm boy. off the job. They're really doing it. They are. Well, hopefully we're back to normal. But anyway, Billy, look into it. This suggestion. Okay. You, All right. you could do it. Um, my right. thing is very short because in my brain, I was like yesterday saying, Dagny, you should watch something. So you have new things to talk about with Billy. Oh, and, uh, and, and you watch the expanse. No, instead I did what I do. Every Tuesday night, as of a couple weeks ago, I it started with my new roommate, um, originally as a bonding thing, watching The Bachelor. And it's, it's bad, but, but it's fun. It's, <laughs> it's I did, ah, the things I didn't know about this show that are terrible. First of yeah, all, yeah, you're like 15 years late. Yeah, first first of all, Matt James, I learned the phrase um, himbo. Am I the only person who doesn't know what this is? Have you heard of himbo, Billy? Apparently, yeah. I dream of of being a himbo, having a himbo, we, she, he, himbo, you know? Okay, so yeah, like, the example I was given was Kronk from Emperor's New Groove is a himbo. Yes. Matt James is a dumb, beautiful idiot. Um, We discovered last night in the episode, we're like, oh, he's just stupid he's i mean he's very charming and he's doing a lot with his life he's a very accomplished man um but when it comes to women he's just not super fast he's not great like they say i'm falling in love with you and he says thank you for saying that (laughs) every time (laughs) um but i didn't i didn't know also with covid the hometowns they just brought their families there um they didn't go to their hometown so they're all just like they quarantined their families for two weeks and then they just brought them into a room and they all talked and then it was done um but I don't know how other hometowns work. So this is my my bare bones. What I believe The Bachelor is supposed to be is this one season that's very weird because it's set in COVID times. But they're all this, so much reality TV. The boyfriend's been watching uh, Worst Chef in America and Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Not Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Uh, just it's like his late night brain off show and they've all moved to vegas to avoid quarantine revel- regulations and it's very upsetting oh, but also you can tell like no one listen mute this that like the production is less experienced like things are just filmed weird oh. the color balance is off i mean i didn't say that but i did it's like they moved to <laughs> vegas to try and get away from the covid stuff and you can tell yeah hmm. I mean, this is in like Connecticut or Pennsylvania. There's some, there's somewhere, and it's very nice, man. This is this is uh, great though, Dagny, because some petty because stuff going on. yeah, The Bachelor might be one of the only things that is trashier TV than The Real Housewives. So I don't think you can talk shit to me ever again. I know. I don't know if I'll watch another season, but this was a it it was fun to to drink white wine and watch these girls. <laughs> 
destroy each other. <laughs> they really, they really are. I think the you just killed our guest cruel. before we even brought him in. They are so mean to each other. And I can't oh believe this God. man wants to marry. There is one, I will say, I will say, there is this girl, Michelle. She seems like a true delight. She's also <laughs> 29 or something. She's the oldest. She's very mature. She's beautiful. She's a teacher. And if he doesn't get with her, he's an idiot. Um, but we'll find out. The finale is in like two weeks. And then I don't know if I'll ever come back to the show. But it was a did, it was a fun you, thing that got me through the last couple months. Did your did your experience watching Unreal, uh, the, the drama from a few years ago, yes. um, affect your viewing of The Bachelor? Oh, ah, that is something I should talk about at some point on the show. We've talked a lot this uh, at the beginning. Yes, already, I know, I know, I know. Oh. Unreal was made by a producer that used to work on The Bachelor, and it's apparently a really good representation of what they actually do to these people and how drunk they get them and the stuff that they throw at them. Um, quite literally, like throwing champagne at them. So, um, <laughs> watch Unreal. Don't you don't need to watch The Bachelor. Watch Unreal. It's a really good show. I don't know exactly. It might be on Hulu. I don't know, but it's honestly at well, least just the first season. <laughs> Very good. Um, and all you need to know about You the heard Bachelor. it here first. <laughs> the show Dagny brought in to talk about is a show she does not recommend. It's The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring in our guest. That's so yes, great. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really excited. Uh, uh, our guest today is a phenomenal comedian. I saw him perform uh, uh, one time, and I don't think I said hello, or maybe I just said hi, and then like the second time we were on a show together, I was like, I'm Billy, let's be friends. Um, <laughs> you're so talented, and you're so handsome. Welcome to the stage, to the pod, Julian Michaels! <laughs> and then actually, I think you have to unmute yourself, because I don't know why this website acts this way. Welcome! That's okay. <laughs> I unmuted myself, I handled it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that that very generous introduction. I'm excited to be here. Yay! I'm honestly, um, this show has slowly become people who I miss in lockdown forced to hang out with us for an hour, and I'm so glad you're here. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I also would like to not recommend The Bachelor, <laughs> if I may. Um, thank you. Thank you. But I know, I know that this is a podcast um, trending on optimism, so I will say this about the reality TV genre. Mm -hmm. um, optimistically, it has brought a lot of money to our house. My husband works in reality TV. Oh. I'm grateful for, for that, for him and his friends, and for uh, production being yeah. back in, in play so that um, people can get back to work. It's true. So, yeah. He does uh, he yeah, work on The Bachelor? I, I, Did I just like shit on his No, dog? no, 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 no. Okay. No, you, you didn't. Um, <laughs> I do, I do know some people who work on The Bachelor, but I think they might agree with your sentiment off the record. So. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'd okay. love to talk to them. It's, um, it's, okay. it's it honestly seems like it's a great time on set for the people that aren't on screen. <laughs> Just watching the well, hijinks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating because I think a lot of people still think of reality TV as reality. Yeah. And yes. it's, it's no. far from. It is. It's just... It's just cheap TV. Yeah. It's yeah. not having to pay actors or writers. Exactly. Right. It's it's why we don't I mean I that's the, the the housewives is why we don't have soap operas because they make up the soap opera as they go on camera. <laughs> um Yeah. yeah. I, that's yeah, honestly wow. that's why I that's why you watch it for those little nuggets of truth for whenever when something goes wrong and it's real. Huh. Can I tell you oh. one of the lines? Sorry, really quick, because I've had this one line that a girl named Kit 
said after Matt James didn't give her a rose at a group date. She is sitting oh there and with a smile on her face and she's fuming. She's so angry. And she goes, is my face like tomato red right now? And that's how she says it. And I've thought about it at least once every day since the last, since two weeks ago. And she said, is my face tomato <laughs> red right now? Anyway, <laughs> I want to get into Julian's hope, thing. Uh... <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was, I was, I was gonna say I, I heard in a past episode you were talking about not talking about Wandavision, and I, I'm sure mm-hmm. that's still the the policy. But I hope by the time this airs, we'll all be able to sing our new life theme song. Uh, <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna say names. yeah, I'm absolutely dying, absolutely dying. Yep. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that was just a man in bed, and it said "my gay ass" this whole week, and it was a mashup of that song and the Bing Bang Bong song from Drag Race UK, yes. and it yes. was literally like it yes. was like na 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 long Bing Bang Bong UK hun na na. It was like both at the same time, and he was just like laying in bed, and I I played it for my boyfriend. He goes, "That's us. That's been us for a week." Yeah, that's 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 life now. Anybody listening that's to this one segment like. that hasn't seen either WandaVision or uh, Drag Race UK is Drag Race UK. very, very confused. Uh, but I, you should watch but both. But also get your life together. Yeah. Go ahead and yeah. get your life together. This is Pay your... for a World of Wonder Plus subscription so you can watch Drag Race UK day of like this idiot. Or steal your brother's boy. Unleash the beast. Bimini! Use. Wow, presents plus. <laughs> Shout out to your boyfriend. Well, so, um, Julian, <clears throat> on this show... We ask our guests to bring in something from pop culture that they love, that they love to mm-hmm. be optimistic about, that they've always been a fan of. But but the caveat of it, it maybe being not popular or being obscure or maybe being actively disliked. Uh, and I think we've come to the part of the show where I want to know what you've brought for us today. Well, I, I think I can check off a lot of those those boxes. We were talking before the show aired about our, our various T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so I'll explain I'll explain mine because it won't make sense to hardly anyone. Certainly no one listening to the show. But on my T-shirt is a, a colonial dude <laughs> who is petting a purple cow, and the yes. word "one" is underneath. And so okay. um, the colonial dude represents Amherst College, which is where I went to school, and the purple okay. cow represents Williams College, our fierce, fierce arch rival. And so when I was a student, this t-shirt still fits from 17 years ago. Um, When I was a student, the Amherst Christian Fellowship made this Mm -hmm. t-shirt to commemorate us sort of calling a truce to our rivals because we were doing some like weird nerd school shit like (laughs) pouring weed killer on each other's lawns and hiding it and just weird, just weird weird (laughs) stuff like that. So this was an effort on behalf of, of the Christian Fellowship to to mend those gaps. So I was wearing this t-shirt today mm-hmm. and I was thinking, what do I want to talk about uh, on the show? And it hit me. Um, I want to talk about Satan because <laughs> Satan, <laughs> Satan is in. So here's some context. Here's some context for you. Yeah, go ahead. He's pop culture. Um, he's wow. listen, he's more pop culture than you think. So you're not wrong, In 2019, yeah. Hulu put out a documentary, or they released a documentary called Hail Satan? Mm. If you have not seen this documentary, I cannot, listen, cannot <laughs> recommend it more highly. 
The okay. documentary is about the new satanic temple and their fight for religious equality. Um, and uh, I, I'll pull up their website. I'll read some of their, their tenets yes. for contacts. But ba- yeah. basically what um, – it's an organization that started, I believe, in 2013 okay. mm-hmm. um, that has taken Satan as their moniker – um, to represent the rebel within all of us, the challenge to obscure authority, right? Yeah. And to specifically represent those people, those groups, those causes, uh-huh. which have been labeled misfits. So here's an interesting thing. Cool. Uh, I went to a rally in LA um, shortly after George Floyd got murdered and everyone was all in, in the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we marched from, I think it was on Pride. Uh, Prime Day. Yes. And we, we marched from uh, like Hollywood and Highland, uh, for those of you playing Geochaser or whatever the fuck, <laughs> uh, all the way down to uh, West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked around and I, I looked at, at the people who were there supporting and I saw uh, more people visibly from the new satanic temple marching in solidarity with Black Lives Matter and trans lives oh, wow. uh, than I did official representatives from the church. And I won't say that there weren't Christians there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that there was no representation from anybody that I saw huh. of a Christian denomination in support of what we were doing. It was a very interesting thing to me. So wow. what yeah. hell, Sa- hell Satan is really about... Uh, the Satanic Temple's quest to have things like the Ten Commandments taken down from various uh, courts, courthouses, etc. Yes. Um, and so they 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 erect, uh, for example, this gigantic statue of Baphomet. In so uh, I so we actually have a huge connection to this. Oh, is this Oklahoma City people? Yes. Dagny and I both attended Oklahoma City University, which is a half mile down the mm-hmm. road from the Capitol building. And I remember I when the statue, the statue of Baphomet was proposed, when it was like, hey, uh, for religious freedom, you can have these Ten Commandments statues. You can have that, but you mm-hmm. have to also allow all other religions to be represented. And we want to build these children praying to this 12-foot-tall statue of Baphomet for our Church of Satan. Beautiful. And then, just to, to go an extra level of pop culture, that, that is the about? statue that oh, The wow. Chilling Adventures mm-hmm. of Sabrina ripped off. <laughs> it's literally an exact copy with the children and everything. They ripped off the statue of the yeah. church, the one in Oklahoma, for The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina TV mm-hmm. show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look at this small world. Wow. It. Right? So here's, here's directly from the Satanic Temple's website. This is what they believe. They say, we believe in reason, empathy, the pursuit of knowledge and our seven tenets, which are as follows. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy for all creatures in accordance with reason. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Number four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Number five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. Mm -hmm. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Number six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, 
one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. And number seven, each tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Wow. So, yeah. Snap, snap, snaps. So when, when, when you, you look at how they've taken Satan as a mascot, mm-hmm. yes. right, as, as um, the rebel, and you think about the religious context, which is uh, actually what I studied in college. At one point before I was ever, uh, ever thought about stand-up comedy or having sex with men, I was, I was on my way to being... <laughs> I was on my way to being a Southern Baptist minister. Like, I was deep in it. Wow. Deep, deep, deep. Um, and so you hear stories about, like, Jesus going out to the wilderness to fast and then after 40 days being tempted by the devil with food and water and these things and, and how Jesus overcame these temptations of the devil. And so what the Satanists would say was, well, why are you hungry? If you're hungry, why not eat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're thirsty, why not drink? Like, what are you actually fasting for? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm offering you what you need. Right. Yeah. So, right. so they, they kind of invert the story and take it out of the context of purely good and evil and think about from a more humanistic standpoint. And that, that uh, it flows down, I think, into to how you sort of make decisions and how you, you treat other people. And, and it's honestly a much more Christ-like way of looking at the world mm-hmm. than I think we've gotten from American Christianity. So it's uh, it's like an intentional subversion in order to have maybe the most human religion, even though it is a little bit of of an anti-religion in a way. Right, right, and it's like, are you afraid to ask the question? Yeah, and if you are, why? So, and, you know, as, as stand-up comedians, at least I won't speak for you, Billy, for me, I think this is a part of what the allure of the stage is, is mm. actually playing that antagonist. It's taking what we all know, facts, right? Yeah. Um, or it's taking uh, specific events from my own life and creating a narrative out of it that challenges you to think about how you might look at it. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I was uh, talking the other day about um, um, my comedy and and the, the, the realm of gay jokes, just gay jokes mm-hmm. in general. And I love gay jokes. <laughs> but I, I try to make a point where if I have like a very clear, overt gay joke, the, the queerness is not the butt of the joke. And if there has to be a mm-hmm. butt of the joke, it's straight people. I try, <laughs> I try to make it so we're always making fun of the heterosexual reaction to the gay joke or to the gay situation. Yeah. 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 I I think you have to, I'll speak for me. I, I (laughs) feel compelled when I'm on stage um, to challenge people's expectations Yeah. because I have been allowed in my life to pass as straight. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't come out of the closet to my mother, really to myself, to my mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. have been fucking dudes for a long time, still in full on denial. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so I, I feel, I feel a certain obligation. And I've also just for, for reasons, um, have been the kind of, of, of black person who's been, uh, allowed in a lot of circles of trust and of privilege with people who don't look a lot like me. So mm -hmm. I, I've, I've learned how to think like the other in a way that I use to my advantage. But, yeah. um, because of that, I feel obligated to really challenge how people assume black people, gay people are supposed to be and to just not, not let it go, even if there's an, uh, an easier way to, to find a punchline. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. This, yeah, this, this idea of the antagonist really, really resonates. Um, and I think in a time now where it's just like fact is up for grabs, right? Like we have, we <laughs> no have, <shit. laughs> it's, it's a really fucked up thing because there's a way I think that we could actually all agree on a set of facts and still completely disagree on what to do about it. Correct. That would be way more totally. productive than just lying about what is going on to the point where that becomes reality. Like OJ really believes he didn't kill that white girl. He really, really does. <laughs> 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 and that's where we all are as a country. That's exactly where it is right now. Yeah. Wow. That's a really good analogy. Just, just a side back. You know, just, you know, he tried to do like a prank show. I hope most people know about this. Do you know about that, Julian? No. That in like, it's, I think they only filmed one episode. It's like 2002, oh 2003. He tried to make a comeback with a like a candid camera-esque prank show where the where where the gag was you're on camera with a murderer i guess i don't know because they never wanted to talk about it they never they would do but they would make jokes adjacent to it including and this is real people come to buy a car at a car dealership the car dealer comes out and it's oj simpson and he tries to sell them a white bronco with bullet holes in it even though his white Bronco never got shot at, oh, but like he was no. like, you want to buy, it's literally someone paid for this pilot, got it produced. It's called juiced. Cause at the end of every sketch, you go, you just oh, got God. juiced. It was an amazing attempt at a comeback. <laughs> and by amazing, I mean, you can find it and watch it. It's very upsetting. Oh, <laughs> Holy God. shit. I, sorry. When I brought this up, I was like, surely one of you will know about this. No, just me ranting about this insane pilot. Oh from my God. No, that, that just, no, but that it just, it makes sense though. It's par yep. for the OJ Simpson course. Like I'm I can waiting. only hope in his old age, he just lays low. Yeah. Oh, when he got Twitter, I was, I was like, I have to go look, but I will not follow. <laughs> I could not believe OJ Simpson has a Twitter. Honestly, like I live for the time where a tweet from O.J. Simpson is the craziest thing I have to worry about on Twitter. Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal level of bullshit that I can deal with just in my day-to-day. -day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where we are now is just... It's it's like, honestly a miracle we don't have a, a Casey Anthony reality show yet. Like, um, oh. uh, they've tried. Oh, no. They've tried. She's, she's, she's mm -hmm. tried a few times. But, you know, we're just going to have to keep remembering... The murder. <laughs> so, so think about so think about this now. Given where we are, right? Yeah. Think about the moral majority. Mm -hmm. Think about the people who have propped up white supremacy in the mm -hmm. name of uh, 
fighting abortion in the name of making America great again and whatever whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, think about if you want to Jerry Falwell watching his wife get fucked by that pool boy. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> think about Lindsey Graham on. Never mind. Don't. 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 You'll Those are my ladybugs. You lose your lunch. But think about this is what 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 has been attached to Christianity in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I won't I won't speak for all people who claim to be Christians, but what the church sort of evangelical Christianity means, mm-hmm. and how how fucked up it has allowed our country to be as propagated. We don't even have to go back to using Christianity to justify slavery or or removing indigenous people. We don't have to go back that far and think about like, would we be better off as a nation that believed in the, in Satan or as a nation (laughs) that talked about in God, we trust. Like if, if, if we actually lived by those seven tenets, as opposed to the 10 commandments that they want to put up on these statutes and then, and not even live by Mm -hmm. hello, Mm -hmm. Ted Cruz in, in Cancun. (laughs) <laughs> oh my Hello. god Some, every once in a while I forget about that I'll like forget about that for like 15 minutes nope. and then something so it'll pop back up I'm like remember my favorite thing too is as soon as he was caught he was like my daughters made me do it like he just mm-hmm. threw his 13 year old under the mm-hmm. bus immediately Ted, Ted Cruz and I, I don't say this lightly Ted Cruz is the, just the, the worst kind of human garbage <laughs> There ever is. And, and we, we knew yes. this when he let Donald Trump talk about his wife and his dad. Like the things that, that, he's, that Trump said about his wife and his dad, and he didn't clap back at all, is not honorable. Yeah. It's not honorable. That's and correct. then he turned around and he kissed this man's ass. Yeah. There is no, way, there's no way in hell. That, uh, look, just on some real, <laughs> just, if, I can, if, I can, if I can just be a top, just like man for now, just like. There's no way in hell you could talk about my man, my mom, and get away with it, let alone have me kiss the ring. Yeah. Right. So the fact the fact that he would then go and go on his little trip to Puerto Vallarta or Cancun or whatever the fuck, <laughs> and then blame it on his kids, like Puerto obviously Vallarta. he would. He's a dishonorable yeah. human being yeah. to the, the nth degree. Dagny and I are both from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we I think we were out by the, the first time he was elected, or maybe it was right right around the time but I it's so weird his name, but i don't think he was elected when we lived there it is so weird how disliked he is it by is. texans yeah. and it's and like yeah. it would be so easy to beat him if someone would just like put forth a good campaign he is incompetent he oh my gosh my favorite thing about the cancun trip was i kind of for me personally i kind of got to follow it live because i was on reddit and some some reddit user said guess who just boarded this flight i'm on oh, to cancun shit. And posted oh, the photo shit. that four hours later, it, the New York Times used that photo. Oh and I was like, no. I was like, boyfriend, look, 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 look. It was you were like there. real time. <laughs> and I, I saw a little bit of an alert before I went to bed. And then I woke up the next morning and it was everywhere. And I was like, oh, my oh, God. It's, oh I cannot God. believe. I love that this broke while he was in the air. He must have landed to the biggest shit show. Oh, sorry. I know we're and like, about and Ted honestly, Cruz, and and honestly, I'll say this: if you're gonna do some just bitch ass shit like that, because I don't have <laughs> I don't have a more technical term for it. That's just the only term that comes to my mind that's even remotely polite enough for this show. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, then go ahead and enjoy your fucking vacation, bro. 
Like stay yes. in Cancun and just lamp up, get some sun, just like eat lobster and come back tan and ready to deal with this shit storm. Mm-hmm. Don't turn around and try to go get some canned goods now. It's too late, bro. Yeah. Our like, mom texted in, us today. It's it's Wednesday the 24th, the day we're recording this. Our mom texted us today with like, she's got like bitmojis. She's doing it. And it was like, <laughs> we don't have to boil water anymore. Like today is the day it's like safe to drink water again after oh everything collapsed. Also, it's, it's 80 degrees in North Texas after it was mm. below freezing yes. last week. I can't yeah. comprehend it. It's crazy Oh my times. gosh. What a trip. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. But I, I was thinking... <laughs> going back to your topic um i i'm gonna do more research on it too but i when you read the the seven rules or um what well, i don't know what the it was tenets? Tenets? Yeah, Ten- yeah, yeah. Yes, tenets. Mm-hmm. um i liked that they were positive that they were don't you're it's not you shall not do this you shall not do this it's like this is guidelines of what we think would make a good person <laughs> Gen- yeah. generally yeah. break it down human. to like it's like this is yeah. what you should do as a courteous person and not don't do this don't do this don't do this which i think is a big that's it i i am the first person to admit that i am pretty ignorant on religion um but i know that a deterrent that i've always kind of seen is it seems very restricted at times um mm-hmm. and i hope nobody gets mad at me for saying these things but it, it is very much like you can't do this or something bad's going to happen or you can't do this or you can't do this and it seems like everything has a severe consequence of some sort um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the tenants are really cool because i was like these don't seem threatening <laughs> these are like uh it's yeah, well, just so, even so if you much, don't follow so it it's like a good religion, guideline at least yeah so much of religion is about uh, belonging. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's about trying to. Um, I think in its purest form, it's like trying to deal with those questions of what what is going to happen after we die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the point of all of this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like yeah. what the fuck. And then and then just depending on who wrote it and when and where they were. Um, yeah. Or if we're if we're going back to the white wine age, where they were, um, <laughs> then then you start getting these things like, oh, there's there's a flood here, there's a there's uh-huh. a war here, there's a this and a that, and we have to justify the outcome right. based on yeah. uh, who's reporting this. And so you end up with um, these rules about I have to separate myself from my enemy, right? So it's like, well, the people who live next door, these Philistines are eating the fuck out of some bacon, so we are not touching this pig. One of the, one of the things that will separate us, we don't fuck with that animal. Yeah. And now there yep. are people who don't eat pork and have no reason why. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so this this is about asking the question, why? Why, yes. why not do that? What would happen? Um, yeah. there's, there's this idea I love um, called the platinum rule to replace the golden the golden rule right the golden rule being do unto others as you'd have them do unto you yeah um the platinum rule says do unto others as they would have done unto themselves right oh, like what what Ooh. i might want for me has nothing to do with you might want for you like, i honestly don't give a fuck what pronoun you call me because i that's not my issue for some people that has to be an issue and it's not right for me to put my nonchalance about that on someone who's very chalant (laughs) 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 about that issue right so really taking the time to think about well how how can i honor the person 
that I'm in conversation with, that I'm, I'm in communion with, whatever that means, and just taking that extra step. That, that makes it then it be a religion, if you can even call it that, which I don't even know if you can, but it makes it a religion that is, is fundamentally based on, on respecting other people's beliefs over mm-hmm. your own beliefs, mm-hmm. unless it, it, and yeah. as long as it doesn't. And that's the big thing I have, I have personally with, with like American Christianity is it's like you don't get to have an opinion on my sexuality because it is not yours. You do not get to have an opinion on my relationship and you do not get to dictate how I live my life. And that's, that's, I, I, I respect your, your ability to, to follow this religion. I respect the fact that you believe in it, but I, the second your religion becomes my problem, then we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a, a yeah. fundamental flaw caked into American evangelical Christianity mm-hmm. because it, it has been reconstructed to justify history. History is slavery and imperialism here. History yes. is white supremacy. So how, how do you take a brown dude from the Middle East who was anti-capitalism, <laughs> right? Jesus was socialist as fuck. Yeah. Yep. And how, and how do you make him the lion of the capitalist example to the world mm-hmm. well you There's get him to of- photoshop you give him some blue eyes you lighten his skin a bit mm-hmm. give him some usually some just like cut cheekbones and like abs yeah, and then- handle it. yeah they'll <laughs> take over mm-hmm. and that's how we make it wow that's how you- i took one of these stupid facebook quizzes the other day it said the movie that was number one on your 21st birthday uh-huh. will be how your 2021 is gonna go oh, no. well, yeah. for me that was the passion of the christ so i don't oh, even dear. really know what that that means means. because like i'm a little bit of a sadist quite as it's kept so like i'm kind of into it (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a fun year for you maybe whips and chains i hope so my uh uh, mine was the avengers i was like all right we're gonna uh, marvel's the avengers was still number one so maybe we'll save the world we'll see i love it also uh, i think it was night at the museum That's hilarious. That's <laughs> and I was really happy with that one. <laughs> like if my I, I wanted to say is too, not a museum energy. Hidden I'll fun. That's vibes. hidden fun yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. Oh okay, my sorry, god, Dylan. Dick Van Dyke, Robin Williams, knocking it out. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. That's I uh, 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 when I was still fairly new to Los Angeles, I passed Mel Gibson alone in a dark parking garage, and it was incredibly intimidating. He's not very tall. I literally, it it was in Santa Monica. It was because I was doing Shakespeare at this little theater house there, and someone said, oh, Mel Gibson's film company has their office on the top floor of that building that we park at. Literally, the parking garage had two cars in it. My car, Mel Gibson's car. The lights were off. There was just like after hours generators and I'm walking towards the elevator as he's walking towards me. And I was like, look as genteel as possible. Look as gent, you know, like, here's how gay I am. Here's how gay I am. You you told that story and I'm trying to visualize it. Like I'm trying hard to visualize it. And all I can see is the scene in the golden girls where Betty white thinks she's going to be robbed in the parking garage. And she like beats the shit out of some dentist or who like gave who she left her keys or some something. I'm like, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was surreal. It was surreal because he was intimidating and also shorter than me. And I am not yeah. a tall man. 
So Yeah, that's really disconcerting that you could spew that much just aggressive, just drunken hate mm-hmm. in that small a package. But you know what? I think he's got Jodie Foster's phone number. And if I could get that from him, maybe we could hang out. <laughs> absolutely not it's all about who I you wanted, know. so my my knowledge of like modern satanism is is a little all over the place because i know there's like levee satanism which is mm-hmm. like old school but still kind of mm-hmm. has that humanistic approach uh, uh and then there's this this is the church of satan this is this is the satanic temple so, so there is the Anton church of satan LeVay and the satanic is the temple. church of satan and they they uh are not the same thing and okay. uh i think according to the the satanic temple's website um, to each other's chagrin, they're often confused with each other. So yes, <laughs> uh, they're not the same. They're not the same thing. The Satanic Temple is the one that is most currently active, and it's certainly the one that is most politically active. Yes, and yeah. um, sort of being aggressively on the side of, of progressive politics. Well, and it's like they use Satan to get the attention on them that they need, but there is no actual devil worship or worship of any kind, really. It's about humans. Yeah, yeah. So Satan is not, Satan's as real as Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. In, in that what, what he stands for, mm-hmm. uh, the spirit behind it is, is what guides action to, to question authority to be the rebel spirit, to be the advocate for those who are cast away by the mainstream, mm-hmm. um, and to be punk rock as fuck, to just have, <laughs> to yeah, have fun, like to, to not apologize yeah. for being yourself, right? There's, there's this way we talk about tolerance. Tolerance is bullshit. No one should tolerate you. Thank you. Yeah. Right? I don't yeah. no want to be tolerated. Right, right. If you, if you want to if you wanna be just like aggressively gay, then be that. Yeah. If, if, if you want to, uh, whatever you want to do, I don't want to put hypotheticals on it. Just, just whatever your true <laughs> expression of yourself is, that is what they want you to embrace. That's what I want you to embrace. I'm not even a Satanist. Yeah. That's really cool. That's great. I like this. I mean, honestly, this was a big surprise. It's a really cool topic. And, um, I, I wrote down, I have, Billy, your boyfriend's legally blonde legal pads. I just wrote down "Hail Satan" with a question mark, so yes. I would remember to yes. go watch it. Yes. <laughs> I'm it's gonna on leave Hulu. On it's desk. an hour and a half. Yeah, it's it's That's riveting, fascinating. Well, yeah. I mean, what they did in Oklahoma was was such a big deal when we were dealing with it. I also very much remember that governor that no one liked, whose name shall not be mentioned, but you know who I'm talking about. You know her name. Um, <laughs> uh, someone. Cr- uh, drove their car into the Ten Commandments statue at the Oklahoma Capitol building. Oh, wow. And she had a press conference where she said it was an attack on God and an attack on on uh, freedom of religion and an attack on the, st- on the state. And she was very angry about, about this obvious attack on Christianity. And then it came out the man had like had a seizure and blacked out or something and had just like drove in there <laughs> completely on accident. Oh, and she, no. uh, uh, she had to apologize and then pay to fix it um without using government money they had to use private money for it which i always like it's like sure yeah waste your money have fun but yeah um it's bananas it's a it's a bananas thing that (laughs) oklahoma tried to do and i'm i was so proud then that the satanists stepped up to challenge it and they're still around they're still kicking they're great whenever whenever you need an ally who gives no fucks (laughs) hail satan 
Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the name of the episode. I'm so Hail excited. Yeah. Hail Satan with Julian Michaels. It's yes, going to be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just really fascinating. Well, I, like, I of all the episodes, this is probably the um, least that I've really known going into the subject. And I've learned You don't a have lot. a casual understanding of modern <laughs> Satanism? <laughs> no. I mean, surprisingly, I haven't kept up with it, but... Uh, I honestly will. It sounds really fascinating, and I'm interested to learn and more about it. So that's it's really cool. I'm glad I'm glad they exist, and I'm glad that they use Satan in a positive way because I genuinely have this fear with the the way we're going now with like misinformation and disinformation and paranoia about in, mm-hmm. about the truth. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like we might be on the verge of another 1980s esque satanic panic, like a completely irrational mainstream approach to satanists are destroying the country which is a thing that mm-hmm. happened in the 80s ask geraldo rivera uh hey what are we <laughs> whose tomb did he open look, that was a waste of whatever, look, here, whatever. Here's, you know what here's I mean? the thing here's the thing so i i watched a tiny bit of fox news mm-hmm. i did and i saw ex-governor ex-energy secretary rick dumbass Hey, he was ours. Talk- he was ours for 12 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talking about how how Texans would rather freeze and starve than have socialism. I heard I heard them talking about how this was the fault of the Green New Deal. I heard them talking about um, this is why you can't have windmills. Yeah. Like yes. windmills are the problem. Here's, they have windmills. They have windmills in Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. They have windmills in Alaska. In fucking Iceland. Mm-hmm. So if the Texas windmills <laughs> can't handle some ice, we need to examine the Texas windmills. Yep. Correct. So, so on some level, we, we're already deep in this war. Mm-hmm. We're, we're yeah, really deep that's in true. It. What, what I, I hope that this last election shows, if nothing else, is that there are more of us than them. And maybe the mm-hmm. margin isn't, isn't huge yet, but there are more of us than them. And so... The backlash from from the right is coming. The backlash from people who want to go back to something that never actually existed is coming. Yes, and bring it on. Yeah, it's 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 up to us to be radically into our own shit. To demand the media that we consume reflects the people and the stories that we want exposed. The people that we listen to, the news that we trust, reflects a, an actually balanced. Uh, accounting of what's going on so we can have some accountability on both the left and the right Uh right it's it's up to us if if we if we allow ourselves to to become complacent because of of loud aggressive just macho idiots and they're out there and they're they're (laughs) out there yeah then i went to high school with them uh, yeah (laughs) and and, and honestly like they pop up and it's crazy. It's like, who would have guessed that the my pillow guy is such a douchebag? Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> like, how how are you this far up your own ass but know so much about comfort? I don't understand. My, so I my boyfriend is sometimes he's sometimes a little bit out of the loop. And the other day I said, "Oh, the my pillow guy is talking some idiot shit again," and he was like. Did you say my pillow? Like he just had no <laughs> frame of reference for that, and I was like, "Oh, I can't. I don't have time to get it's into shocking. the the history of the my pillow guy in just the past six it's months shocking. alone." It's real, yeah. real shocking. And so it's like these people are everywhere. They're yes. everywhere. Yeah. Quite frankly, it's, and so I love we, 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 yeah, yeah. we can't worry about whether or not they're coming. They're coming. It's about how are we fortifying ourselves? How are we investing in our own shit to 
to ride their wave and to overcome them. Yeah. It's accountability, it's truth, and it's also, it's not giving people who disagree with you uh, a, a pass when the disagreement is about whether or not I'm allowed mm-hmm. to exist in this country. Mm-hmm. That's not a mm-hmm. political opinion. It's a moral mm-hmm. one, and it's morally corrupt. It's like I, for my whole childhood, the Republican Party has had this stance of like we're the party of patriotism. And what I like to to tell them now, if I if I ever run into one, is is it's hey, your party's official platform on paper is that I am not an equal American entitled to rights under the Constitution. How do you claim to be patriotic if you do not believe in freedom and equality for all? Because you mm-hmm. don't. You vote for the opposite. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be American in your heart. Is that cruel? A little yeah. bit. We're going I mean, for but it. here, you know what's it, but you know what? But here's here's what's even more mind fucking than that, my friend. In the Constitution, I'm sixty percent a human being. Correct. So, so it actually is. It's it's very very American to not <laughs> give a fuck about certain people. Like yeah. when, when they said all men are created equal, motherfuckers meant that. That's what they meant. Mm-hmm. And if they could have written all white men who own a certain amount of shit, they would have wrote that. Yeah. Yep. So so it's at, there's on some level it is very American to want to have dominion over whomever is outside of this white, cis, straight, just yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's a twin spirit within, within this country. There, there's a we the people and there's a me my people. And <laughs> yes. we're just like, we're just living with each other. And we've been able to coexist kind of just like quietly. It's like, yeah, you know what? I got this roommate who doesn't fucking wash his dishes, but like the rent is paid every month. So like, I'm really not, trying to look for a new month you know what i mean it's that guy it's that guy and we've just been living but right now it's getting real aggressive like the dishes are piling up like his 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 drawers are just on the couch just like they stink he's not doing anything and it's it's becoming a real real problem yeah you heard it here first folks dagny julian and i are drafting (laughs) a new constitution we're gonna have to take it we're gonna get some votes but we're gonna get it certified in all 50 states uh send us your input (laughs) to poptimistpod at (laughs) gmail.com Uh, subject line new constitution we're gonna get this <laughs> we're gonna get this shit started we're gonna I do it ourselves oh wow this is great yeah i'm this is a really cool topic and i'm glad we had these conversations um because we haven't yeah, really say, i mean uh sorry go ahead billy no, I interrupted you. I interrupt you so <laughs> gosh darn much. And then I li- and then in my head, I'll like, we'll finish an episode. And I'm like, it's not that bad. And then I'll be editing. And I'm just like embarrassed for myself. It's <laughs> I would just say oh. it again, because we haven't really had these conversations on this podcast. Uh, and I think it's good for us to make sure that we visit this stuff as well. Um, and so I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be honest about, with but, you, but it's good. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I had a different topic in mind. I was going to talk about showgirls, which is dear to my heart as well. <laughs> Versace. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I heard the David Mamet episode and I was like, Oh, we're going in. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's the only I love other it. one that we've like, it, it's been like this, uh, not weird quite cuts. this, but like weird cuts that lead to deeper conversations. So yeah. But also, we've got the documentary, and we have Satan portrayed in popular culture in increasingly diverse ways, including Mm -hmm. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, where all of the witches worship Satan, (laughs) and and then uh, uh, because of the misogynistic of the church that they're in, they end up uh, leaving Satan behind to worship Lilith, and then they worship Hecate, and it just gets weirder and weirder. Um, uh, Yeah, we've seen Satan in pop culture all the time, but not as a... 
a, a villain so much as we've seen. We had Good Omens with David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Um, we had uh, that one Doctor Who episode that I really like about Satan um, from season two, The Satan Pit. <laughs> it's great. Go watch it. Came out in 2006. Yeah. I'm such a yeah. fucking nerd. Wow. Julian, Basically, before we move on, is there anything your, else you wanted to, to chat about before we go? Going. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, so I this is this is a super fun conversation. I hope that the people who listen to it will check out the documentary. I found it riveting. Um, yeah. As someone who who grew up in the church, like I I I hmm, I've worked in two or three different churches on on mm-hmm. staff and just like mm-hmm. very deep in it, and then um, moved completely away from religion and have just recently started finding. Uh, uh, benefit to investing in in the sort of spiritual side of myself yeah. as well again, um, and so reexamining these these figures and just re uh, recalibrating how I think about the characters. Right, it, it's almost yeah. like uh, um, the real story of the Big Bad Wolf. When you read about it from his perspective, it's like, oh, he wasn't such a bad dude. <laughs> you really think about it. Uh, yeah. Um, you just like, it opens your mind. So um, there's, there's so many yeah. things I think that we're as human beings just like closed about, you yeah. know, like this yes. is how it is. This is how we've always done it. I would never. And I hope that in watching it or in, in this conversation, people will just take a second and just go, well, why not? And maybe ultimately you, you give yourself a good reason why not. And that's beautiful. But if you don't have a good reason, that's that's a reason to keep exploring and to be open and to see where that actually leads. So, um, yeah, hail Satan. Yeah. Hail Satan. Because why not? Then you give us a hail Satan. <laughs> hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Julian, as you know, um, um, t- towards the towards the end of our show, we mm-hmm. like to play a little game, just to be, so me and Dagny can continue to be the same competitive siblings we've always been. Um, and actually, real quick, I just wanted to talk I to Dagny. I'm um, Well, no, no. So the last episode, I won. Jasmine said that I was the winner because I talked yeah. about um, um, a documentary about Amanda Bynes. However, the, the format was she wanted to get a rom-com, and I did not give her a rom-com. So I don't know if you I deserved that, that point. <laughs> um, but, you know, just, just so say, it's kind of it's up in the air. When she did give you the award, I was... Uh... I was a little shocked because I was like, wait, I followed the rules. I thought you had it too. I thought you had it too. Billy presented it better. Uh, You know what? If you're listening and you think Dagny deserves that point, (laughs) if you think Dagny deserves that point, let us know. She might. Although Bear gave you three points just because he fucking hated me. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So this is a game Uh, called What a Pitch where we ask our guest to give us an object of media and a genre and then we have to pitch him the idea and i think it's me first to this week right dagny yep cool well if you want to take those head yeah let's just go for it yeah get out of here take your headphones off i'll wave when it's back cool all right julian how you feeling okay i'm i'm feeling nervous um but i'll get through it i'll get through it um let's see i want an M. Night Shyamalan level thriller. Okay. Featuring The Rock. Oh, okay. Already. Okay. Okay. I got to hit my timer. 
this might be crazy. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson is playing The Rock, okay? He is he is back in his wrestling days and he's never stopped being a wrestler. He's bigger than John Cena, but maybe maybe that's not what he wants. Uh, and then one day he encounters The Rock from our timeline who has become Dwayne Johnson. And so then we have Dwayne Johnson and The Rock. However, Dwayne Johnson has to kill The Rock because he knows he knows he's not going to get that Fast and Furious without it. Uh, uh, and then plot twist, if he kills him, he actually kills himself in all realities. That's 30 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it. they have to work together. I'm going to bring Dagny back. But Oh, my gosh. Uh, cool. All right. So we'll okay. have Dagny go. Uh, whenever you're ready, Julian, give it to her again. Okay, Dagny. Yeah, <laughs> what's up? I I need an M Night Shyamalan level thriller, starring The Rock. <laughs> okay, so I want to have um, kind of like like Gemini Man, where it's actually I haven't seen Gemini. Okay, start right thirty seconds now. Disregard what I just said. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're having we're having two versions of The Rock. One is the Moana Rock. Um, <laughs> um you're welcome that one and the other one is like the rock that we see in um <laughs> god what is jumanji jumanji so we're seeing those two um in a very twisted uh turn of events i'm really bad at this one because i'm i'm not good with Shyamalan movies uh they're gonna both encounter each other and the world will implode billy you won i can't i thought it was really bad <laughs> Wow. I also, so in my what's, brain, was what's... like The Rock. I I went to, um, what's the other one that's like him? John that's Cena? A, no, that he's oh. in other stuff. Um, Like a former wrestler, like Bautista? No. Am I thinking of The Rock just doing different movies and it's all the same person? <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, 1,000% you Wait, are. So is The Rock also Fast and the Furious and... Yep. Yep. How do you not know who Dwayne Johnson yep. is? I don't know. I've even seen him in person before. Oh wow, that so was my what's, worst. What's interesting? What's uh, interesting about this is that you all pitched the same movie with <laughs> different rocks. <laughs> I, I got I got a Jumanji Moana rock from you. I got yeah. a WWE present rock from <laughs> Billy. Really so what I'm thinking is this is actually the same movie where <laughs> rock, rocks from various timelines converge in one and each one is trying to stop the first rock from making the first horrible movie that led them to where where they are oh i think i think i think Dwayne, if you're this listening is. this is an official pitch we want you on board this for someone get this podcast yeah. to Dwayne johnson I like to this, imagine this that is... it's like into the Spider Verse, a bunch of different versions of The Rock, and then they all have to fight yes. against Young The Rock. Um, that's I think that's a good. Pick. There's there is a Rock who is ruling the galaxy, who is controlling <laughs> this whole movie, and we'll yeah, only yeah. meet him in Act Three. Absolutely, but this Thanos is one thousand percent, and Samuel L. Jackson will be in there too. I'm, I'm positive. Of course, of course. I, I hate to do this because I, I don't like ties, but I, I can't pick a winner when you pick No, we'll the same take film. it. I so didn't know we did the same thing. That's very funny. A thousand percent a draw. So, Julian, this is actually, <laughs> this is this is the second time. This is, this is you can tell we're siblings. There, uh, 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 Dagny's boyfriend there was another, asked us. There was another tie. Yeah. He asked for like an HGTV show starring Universal Monsters, and we both cited fixer upper and chip and joanna Gaines, <laughs> and we were like it's like that like we literally had the same 
thing. I love it. I love that's it. That's so like, funny. I, I love it. Oh my god. It. It's like that's awesome. That's, that's... <laughs> also, I'll take a tie. Before, just before we wrap up, we said John Cena's name. If he ever hears this, he is the, the kindest man. Uh, mm-hmm. At my Aww. old job, he stood in Coffee Bean uh, and waited for at least like 30 minutes. So everybody that had seen him got a picture and got to talk to him. I just, anytime I hear his name, I didn't know a ton about him beforehand, except for the basics. But he is so, first of all, so tall. Second of all, so kind. <laughs> I, I mean, there, so there was, a shout go ahead. Out. A, a quick John Cena story. So fun fact about me, I'm obsessed with professional wrestling. Like WWE uh-huh. is one of the only things that I watch with any sort of regularity. And to the point where... <laughs> Uh, I have a buddy I used to attend uh, live events with. We went to SummerSlam when it was at Staples Center not two or years years ago. Yeah. Um, and John Cena was outside doing like a fan meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And so John Cena as a wrestler is one of those dudes where if you're a kid, like you love him, he's your Superman. But if you're mm-hmm. just like an old fuddy duddy like me, you love to boo him because he wins all the time and beats the cooler wrestler. So yes. me and my boy, like the only two just a grown ass men just amongst this sea of kids are booing John Cena as he's doing this meet and greet for the kids. And he just like looks over at us and just laughs. It was, it was the best. He like, he loves that. It was the best That's thing. A, That's yeah. so I, funny. I, there was this trend on TikTok where people were like, here's like bad um, celebrity stories. Here's celebrities being assholes. And then someone was like, I want to have like a celebrity being nice. And mm-hmm. this guy told this amazing story about this sweetheart interaction he had with the celebrity. And it turned out to be Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Yeah. And so I just it's lovely. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about John Cena, nothing but good things about Dwayne Johnson. I would love to, good to, stuff. he also is like, is he like a little bit of a workaholic? Good for him. He's crushing it. He's doing everything uh, beyond a little bit of a workaholic. <laughs> beyond, but, beyond, beyond, beyond. Uh, he's amazing. Um, before we wrap up, Julian, is there anything else you want to pitch? Anything you want to tell the tell the squads of, of um, the hordes yeah. of listeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a few things. Um, I have a stand-up comedy special on Prime Video. It's called Insert Token. Check that Check out. It out. It's, uh, nice. it's a good time. Um, I've also uh, I've got my own podcast that I'm I'm uh, I guess I can't say I'm beginning because I have a couple episodes out. It's called Black on Black, where I sit down with other people of color and we just talk about shit nice um and uh i also i just started hosting a a game show an internet game show called say what it's a lip reading show so you can check that out it's on on a platform called dtv dtv dtv.com yeah so check those out that'll help you get through quarantine a little bit easier and yeah Thanks for having me. Check out Julian's awesome. stand-up, too. I mean, Julian's stand-up is, is the reason I was drawn to him in the first place, and we've since <laughs> done quite a few shows together, but he's so funny. Um, my what, This is such a dumb joke, but my one of the hardest you've ever made me laugh was I, I used to do a show where we would have all queer comics, <laughs> and the whole lineup was, was, uh, was queer people, and Julian was, like, second to last, and he gets on stage, and it was something like, like, it might be a bit of a shock because so far on the show, I'm the only top. And I <laughs> fell out of my chair. I was, it, it I was, was like at such that show. A... <laughs> That's my, it's, if I, I pray to the gods, whenever I do uh, a queer themed show, I pray I'm the first black person on there because that joke will work every single time. <laughs> 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 it is easy money, just like, 
let let me just get the meeting out of my hand. Just yeah. Every, the first everyone starts on the laughing. Show. My boyfriend makes eye contact with me and just starts nodding, and I was like, Fuck you. like <laughs> my comedy is very bulge forward. I will say that <laughs> bulge forward. I won't say that. That's the name of your you new special. Wow. <laughs> bulge insert token yes. and then bulge forward. The yeah. follow up. The follow up. Yeah. <laughs> and walk into the room bulge first. To. This took a turn in the last two minutes. I'm wow. very, I'm pl- proud. Uh, Dagny, you wanna, you wanna yeah, wrap us up? <laughs> I will. Um, Billy and I have made a point of starting to say, if you are listening to this, first of all, thank you. But also, do us a favor and uh, rate, comment, subscribe, all of the above. We would love it. We would love to see yeah. that. Um, if also, you leave us a little bitty I, review, it'll help us get more listeners. Just like a little. I know, I know what I'm asking. I understand, but just like one or two sentences about wow that billy has such good insight i wish he would let dagny talk more just any kind of review will help us get more listeners just right billy interrupts too much and i will take that as a five-star review anyway (laughs) billy you're done okay so other than that um also feel free to email us at poptimuspod at gmail.com um, you'll know how to spell it because it's in our logo. So <laughs> email us um, any of your hot takes. We'll say them on uh, the next episode. Um, so if you have any, uh, if you want to recommend a documentary or if you have some movie like Showgirls that you think is a hot take, tell us. We'll say it on air. And if you want to be anonymous, you can. If not, we'll name you. Uh, I'm rambling at this point. But this has been the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, my name's Dagny, and that's my host. I'm Billy. Hi. <laughs> Billy. And then our guest today, Julian. Thank you so much for being here. All right, everybody. Thanks for having me. Is and Popmas say goodbye. Bye.